Hey guys, Dan Frigolette here from Sexy People Podcast, formerly Porn Stars Are People. I wanted to apologize personally for the period of time where we haven't put out episodes. It's been a long, hard year post-pandemic, and I've had a lot of health issues, to be honest. And that has caused the period of time where we didn't give you any content. Thank you for staying with us. I promise we will not allow this behavior to continue. New episodes start now. Dan Frigolat, Sexy People Podcast. I'm here with Holly. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. We're uh, we're here to promote uh, your OnlyFans. Your OnlyFans is Country Princess Holly. Is that right? With dashes in the middle. Yes. And that's how I found you. I've been messing around on OnlyFans as a complete novice. I have like one thing on there. I always tell people that like try to uh, buy my videos and my DMs. Uh, I'm like, you can go to my OnlyFans um, if I want to brush you off. Or you can just send me $20 and I'll send you something that no one wants to see. <laughs> um, so I've been dabbling because I have this podcast and I thought it would be like um, a woke thing to do. But I want to give credit to everybody who has an OnlyFans. It's like a full-time job. It can be. If you want to like make anything out of it, you have to be like making content all the time and like pumping and like co-promoting and like trying to like spiral your friends. It ends up being like, uh, did you ever sell Cutco? My brother sold Cutco. <laughs> no. It's like the same thing. You gotta like hit up all your friends and you're like, hey, you have an OnlyFans, I have an OnlyFans, let's promote each other on our OnlyFans. So I, I commend you for all the hard work that you're already doing. Um, you. You're so lovely, thank you for doing this. Um, we were talking before, before we started about how um, all the places that if you put the words OnlyFans, it gets flagged. Explain that to us, to us novices who don't understand what that is. If you put the 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 words onlyfans.com on which platforms will that get you removed? Oh, it's not just the words. Um, obviously, when you're trying to sell OnlyFans, you want to kind of give a preview of your content. And so that's obviously like a lingerie photo or something like that. If you put that on any online dating site, you will be flagged and I'm currently banned from Twitter or Tinder for life. <laughs> so this is where I get my feelings hurt as someone who's on dating sites is when I find people on there that are like, I like match with like the hottest woman and then she's being real secretive and it turns out she just wants me to go to her links. And that's so frustrating uh, for the single gents out here who like actually thought that we matched with somebody sexy also as like a, as like a fellow um, I'm just going to, I'm going to label myself a hoe. Like I just like my dream is to meet another hoe on Tinder. And then we like make our own OnlyFans together. But also like when you're a dude and you're like, Oh, I'm offering free dick. That sounds awful. Um, But that's like my dream is like meet my like OnlyFans wife on, uh, on uh, Tinder or Bumble. Um, that's one of the things that comes up a lot. Like I try to play it sly and just send them to my Instagram, which would send them to my OnlyFans. They would come back with a message right. like, Hey, you want to make content together? <laughs> so it's weird. So we're in a, yeah, we're in a weird period of time where I think, I think it, there was a period of time for a while where like, uh, there was a bigger stigma to making porn and doing things like this. But I tried to explain to friends of mine, now I'm 39 years old. We don't have to out your age, but um, people younger than me have all like the way that we communicate is we send naked pictures of ourselves. 
So I imagine everyone in elementary school and everyone in high school is just sending naked pictures of themselves to each other. And so it, we've become desensitized to that notion. Like when I started sending nudes, it was like really important to us. And we're not like famous people to like make sure our face wasn't in it. Right. And like we've gone completely beyond that. So the idea that like you just see somebody on Tinder and then they want to be your content partner, that, that's a realistic, that's like a realistic thing. So I guess my question is, how do you, you have no interest in dating these people. Like you're, you're literally on there for, for the, the marketing. Uh, uh, it was when right? I started. Yes. A lot of it was just for marketing. I, I mean, I started April of last year and the, starting out is the hardest part because OnlyFans does not advertise for you in any way. So if you want to advertise, right. it's all right. on you to get your name out there, to get your page right. out there to get people to follow you, to get people to buy content, it's all on you. So at first it was just any way I could get my name out there. I got banned from Tinder because I would switch my location to other locations throughout the United States, which would yeah. bring in more people from different areas and send them of to my course. Instagram and then to my OnlyFans. And apparently that wasn't something I was supposed to do and my phone number got <laughs> I do that. Well, I do that. Um, but I, I think what happens is if you're hurting people's feelings and they flag you, this is what I find the most. If I get, if I get, if like on Instagram, especially if, if I get taken down, that's not like, that's not Instagram doing it. That's like somebody got their feelings hurt and they flagged me. Um, cause I do it a lot. Well, during the pandemic, I was living with my girlfriend and I like made my Tinder cause I have like a swiping problem already, but, um, I made my Tinder. This is what I felt in my head was like the right thing to do. This is how fucked up I am. I made my Tinder in like Australia because I was like, well, I can't meet any of these people. So I just started swiping in Australia and I put my Instagram on there because I was like, oh, they'll just like go to my comedy content. Um, and of course, I created um, a, a monster with that because I did I did match with people in Australia who were then actually interested. Um, and then I guess I ended up being a fraud in that way. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't I, I guess. But that on its own shouldn't get you banned. Um, it was the fact that I was um basically doing it to promote and they uh, yeah let's call it deception let's call you a catfish you're a catfish I mean, i'm a real person <laughs> i know but we think but so i would i uh so we, but we think that like catfish are all like uh um like like big fat old men trying to be pretty young women but sometimes it's pretty young women trying to be pretty young women who are also catfish because we're like no we want you to be my girlfriend and all you want is is my uh, OnlyFans thing. So that and so this this kind of brings to light a, a problem. It's like if all social media uh, does not encourage um, sex positivity and does not encourage sex work and bans people for anything related, then how the fuck are we supposed to get our names out there? So um, Twitter is very supportive. They have a lot going That's, on. Yeah. Like there's tons of groups. If you know how to use Twitter, it's great. That works great. Reddit is another one. Very good for getting your name out there. Facebook can work in your favor, but you have to be very careful. Um, there are a lot of closed groups that you actually have to put your link in to be able to get access to the groups. Oh, but very good. Oh, that's the, that's the back door because, because because that's controlled by the moderator, not by Facebook. That's smart. I so like I'm that. 
that's where a lot of it's come from is once you get into those groups, there is lots of people in those groups and they then try to help you. So you can post and get more people to follow you that way, or you find other girls who are willing to do what they call a share for share or like for like, where they share your your uh, profile and then you show share their profile on your page. And so yeah. basically you're swapping fans and then um, yep. you can do like, like for like, because the more likes you have, the better percentage you have, the higher percentage you have, I guess right. the more attention you'll get on your page. Yeah. So what's your process? Your pay I subscribe to you. I think I'm subscribed to you for free. Do you, do you like to, do you like to like hook people in with the free and then, and then try to get them to stay for a subscriber price or do you do the, uh, what do they call it? They call it pay-per-view content basically. So my page is free. Um, it's a part-time gig. Like I have a full-time job. So I do this when I've got time yeah. or can, so my content isn't every day. It's not every week. There's times that I'm gone for like three or four weeks doing my own thing. I got other things to do. I can't make any content. So I don't want to have to charge yeah. a monthly subscription for something that I can't devote that much time to. So I kind of just leave it up to being sure. free. And then there's content to buy. If I'm available to talk, you can talk to me. Um, but it's, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm really doing. I'm just, yeah. Well, what do you? Well, what do you? What did you start it for? I guess is a good is a good. Uh, I was in debt and I needed yeah. an extra income. I'm a single mom. I work and I'm trying to make it through this life. And it was I was struggling. I was barely in it, and I was yeah. like, I need something. I need to do something. And I had a couple guy friends. One who is a photographer that does photography for modeling um sex toys lingerie magazines all sorts of stuff and he's like you should really try this i think you'd be great at it uh we've been friends for like 10 some odd years and i said uh yeah. i don't know if i can do this like this isn't in my realm of things yeah. and he's like i'll help you and he helped me set it up and he took my first set of photos and he's a very like open sexuality type of person that like everybody should be making love and having sex and it's normal. And he kind of got me more comfortable yeah. with it. Um, okay. Then it kind of just took off from there. And I was like, well, this isn't really that bad. These people are really nice. <laughs> yeah. We've gotten to this weird thing. So let me ask you this, then this is another thing that I, that I think comes up a lot. I think a lot of people that are, that are in only fans and I think women in general, this is the problem that I've had with this podcast because it's original name was porn stars are people. And my hope was to be speaking uh, to, well, I speak to spe sex positive women on the podcast, but uh, my hope was that listeners would be the same sex positive women. And they're not, they're just sort of like um, men who consume porn. So there's like this disconnect between young women um, and probably old women and the word porn and like sex positivity, because it's like there are podcasts that are openly like uh, sex positive and like, um, I don't know, this isn't my term, but like slut friendly. Um, and then but then those are separated by the the ones that talk about porn. Do you feel like OnlyFans is a um, 
Is pornography is in the same category? Do you separate it? Do you feel like you're doing um, something linear to porn? Yeah, I mean, you'd have to say that the definition of porn to me is sexual acts of some sort or pornography is seen as naked pictures, things that are, you know, make other people arise. So to me, it is porn, but it's porn's not something that, I mean, it's been around for how long? Ever. Since since we had genitals, people have been wanting to see other people's genitals. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't see anything wrong with it, and I don't think we should be like, oh, it's a bad thing. Like, no, it's healthy to like have a healthy sex life. Yeah, I'm I'm with that, and and uh, I mean we've had guests on that um that are doing OnlyFans, and they and they find it separate from porn or mainstream porn, and I always. I thought that uh, I didn't, I couldn't, I couldn't wrap my head around that perspective. So I like to ask that question because um, it is, weird. you know, it, it, so when you started OnlyFans last April, um, yeah. is that what you said last April? Is that what you told me? Exactly. So it's been a year. It's like your, it's like your OnlyFans anniversary. <laughs> yeah. so, so, so happy OnlyFans anniversary. Um, have you so and you know I started out by saying it really is like a, it's like a full time job. The people that I know that are making good money at it have had a luck. Okay, like some of those people literally were in like ABC's twenty twenty like investigates OnlyFans and that skyrocketed their stuff up. Um, but the, and then um, and then like have like hard work and then like assistants that help them create content. And it's like, they'll like get a spreadsheet in the morning and it's like, here, make these 25 videos. This one's for Bob. This one's for Henry. This one's for Jennifer. And it's like, do these three things and moan Henry's name. Um, and that's where people are making money is like literally like scheduling it like a nine to five. And it's not even, it's like a five to five. Um, and just like, and doing, and doing like as, as much hard work towards it as you can, which is, um, it's strange. Are you finding that? I mean, did you, have you been able to pay off debt? Are you finding that you're um, you're getting out of it what you what um, you like? I feel that with the amount of effort that I've put in and the amount of time that I've put in, I've been consistently making enough to relieve my stress of being in debt and make things okay. financially easier on me and my life. How many people were you able to um, uh, 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 finagle, uh, rope in? Um, uh, how many people were you able to hogtie from like Tinder into being your followers oh, and I have stayed no with you? <laughs> a lot, a little. Actually, none? I'm actually on Facebook dating right now, and I've probably in the last three months got over eight or nine hundred people that have come from Facebook dating. No kidding. That's wild. Facebook dating. I don't know if they're spending you know any what? money, but I mean, some of them are. Some of them aren't. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. Um, eight or nine hundred. That's fantastic. Um, Facebook dating. Facebook dating is an interesting one. I'm so I'm so intrigued that you're able to use Facebook as a resource because Facebook was the first least friendly, um, like like uh, a platform to porn people. 
Um, so I'm so excited that that you and other people have figured out sort of the back door to that. Because um, Facebook has the most stringent censorship. You don't, you don't really use your OnlyFans name. Like, I have a picture up that has my link on the picture, but I don't have, it doesn't say right. OnlyFans on it anywhere. It just has my at with my name, like my tag name. Yeah. So it doesn't really say OnlyFans you- anywhere, but it's, we all know. Everybody knows what that tag means and what that picture means. Yeah. So when you chat guys up, I mean, you've no interest in them being your boyfriend. You've no interest in them being your sexual partners. You've no interest in them being your your shooting partners, right? Um, or is there? Well, you you, you moved. So it's, uh, is is there a possibility that they can I mean, become any of those things? And if not, then you just send them. It's always an interview. Like a, a, if I connect with somebody and it becomes something yeah and we get into some type of connection like usually anybody that i use in my content is somebody that i'm dating so i'm not currently dating anybody so if i end up dating somebody from one of those sites yeah there's potential for that person to be part of my content okay so yeah that's kind of and that's kind of how i use the that tool as well is like i have my instagram on there because i'm a comedian so it's like, look, we matched, um, and that's honest. We did match on purpose, but you, I might suck for you, and you might suck for me. We both probably suck. <laughs> We're on a dating site, evidence to the fact that we suck. Um, so it's like, but I get like accused all the time of being like dishonest, like, oh, you're just trying to get followers. And it's like, look, I, I would all like, is what's worse? I'm try- on here trying to get followers. I'm on here trying to fuck you. Which one seems worse? Because they both sound bad. Um, and they're both true, right? Um, but best case scenario, I date you and we become forever, but pro- probability uh, says that that's likely not going to happen, that it's going to be something in between those two, uh, like, possibilities. We've matched and never speak, or we, uh, yeah, it's just, or we fuck a couple times, or you just follow me, and now you're following me, and we still win. We Everybody still wins in that environment. So it's it's a weird it's a weird position we've been put in with all of the the social medias and all of this stuff. And, and then as people who want to promote themselves, um, I'm finding that having an OnlyFans is scaring women off. And then if I try to downplay it, I'm like, look, I have eight things on there. Then they're like, oh, so you don't need to do it, so get off it. And I'm like, we haven't even gone on a date yet, and you're trying to ask me to get off OnlyFans. Um, do you find that having an OnlyFans is then... Um, Framing people's perspective of you to the point where um, you can't have an honest interaction. Depends on the person. I have had some people come right out and be like, I'd never let my girlfriend do that. That's terrible and never want to speak to me again and call me all sorts of names. And then I've had other ones where they're just like, marry me today. You're the awesomest person I've ever met in my entire life. And that is the coolest thing ever. Let's go make some money. Yeah, I mean, it really depends on where the person's mindset is, but I'd have to say most of them are pretty open to it, although men like porn. So to them, they're like, yeah, that's great. We can make porn, make money, make porn. Why not? So for men, it's probably a little bit harder to get women to accept it than it is for a woman to get a man to accept it. Yeah, well, then that's been my experience. So I wonder... Well, so your content is not um, 
You don't do you have boy girl content on your page? Um, I don't think it's directly on my page. I have some available, but I've only sent messages. Yeah. Okay. So you don't so the people that are following you that or that immediately go on your page, they don't immediately get to this place of jealousy. Right. It's most of my content is me. Yeah. Okay. So then I could see that being that's, that's fun. It's like we all want I mean, I don't know, uh, uh I guess I guess we could go to the dumbest possible quote and it's like uh um lady in the streets freak in the sheets, but now we'd like her to a little bit be uh, a freak in the streets too. Um because that outward sexuality is attractive to men because for such a long time, we didn't get to see that. Um, there are still men that that threatens because they are still kind of stuck in an older mindset. But I think the closer we get to like consent equality, um, the closer we're going to get to that thing. Cause it's like, at this point I like need to be told that I can fuck somebody. I'm not going to try and hook up with somebody. If I think there's like question marks, you know what I mean? It's, like, because men now especially can't put themselves in a position where there's, like, any consent questions. Like, I almost, like, want to get, like, a written contract before I go on a date. That, like, you're interested potentially in having sex with me. And you can say no at any time. But let's at least state it in the out front, in the out, in the onset. I don't want to be guessing over here. Um, okay, so you're from kind of where I'm from. I grew up uh, for a little bit in Binghamton. We uh, we share an area code. Um are you finding that, um, you, well, you said you sort of swiped in everywhere. Are you finding that there is a particular area where you are particularly successful um, in the swipe and attain client? Situation? Honestly, right here, like within a few hours of me in every direction yeah. um, is a lot of my clients, There's a lot of the people that I, my fans, because I don't know. I I ran some promotional things on there. I'm sure you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just because I wanted to be able to interact with my fans. I mean, I hear that's how a lot of people get where they get with how made yeah. money is the interaction, like matter. Yeah, if you can create a loyalty and uh, um. <laughs> If you basically, I mean, we've come to a position where the connection is everything. Um, as a, as an avid porn uh, user, like I was always interested in like finding like a new person that entered the industry. Like that was what was like exciting to me. It's like, oh my god, I've never seen this woman before. This is great, and that would be what I was like searching for on sites. And then eventually, it became that like you could like fully know your porn star. And you can like be more selective in that way. And it's like, so then you're not looking for anyone. You're just like looking for your like, kind of like your online girlfriend. And so like the more you get to know about somebody, the juicier it is and the more enriching that can be. Um, I have the opposite experience, unfortunately, because I will meet somebody like on this podcast like you. And then now I can't go look at you in a demeaning way because now I know you and I know who you are and I can't like just, it feels, it feels it actually feels anti-consent. And I know that's probably everyone uh, that is your fan will hate that because um, that's not how they feel. But that's how I feel. It feels weird to me to know somebody and then go, like, look at their content, which is weird. But that's the market now. It's like knowing somebody through and through and all of those things, like, make it better. Do you find that if you do, you said you do, like, live chat sessions. 
Uh, is that right? I've done a, a chat few, sessions? yeah. And do you find that those uh, that those are good money, uh, uh, like per hour type deals, because you're like actually connecting and. Um, I not. feel that a lot of the money that is made is through content that they want, like specific content. Yeah. Yeah. Customs. Customs are huge. They yeah. usually want their name said or. Some of it is just talking. Sometimes a guy just wants you to be their friend and listen to them whine about yeah. how terrible their day was. And hey, I'm all for that. I yeah. don't mind listening to the day and giving them advice because hey, I mean we've all been there. We all want that person to listen. Yeah, it's it, it is interesting because because it's become so porn was so impersonal now it's personal so now you you want the personal attention the part of the relationship that you maybe can't attain um which is that is that is whatever layer of intimacy that you don't have in your life like bitching about your job or your life or whatever's going on um all right so talking about the 607 um because i grew up there and i have weird faint memories of the 607 i have weird faint memories of like of like feeding geese and and ducks and they have a weird faint memory of like um a balloon fest Yes. That happens. Do you have a balloon it's fest near you? Sin, yes. When does that happen? Is that like a part of your life? And uh, and and tell us like everything you know about that balloon fest. Because I have like again, I have like faint memories in my head of being a kid and seeing balloons, but it was only for my three year stint that I was well, living I'm in Binghamton. Well, I'm afraid heights, um, so I'm never getting in a hot air balloon for nothing. So I don't <laughs> attend. Um, but so when you see them fly over you, does it is that exciting for you? I mean, it's like a it's a it's a wondrous sight, right? Seeing uh, hundreds it's of like balloons a pit in, in my stomach because I'm like, you gotta be nuts. Is it really in that thing? What if you what if you fall no out? Kidding. <laughs> yeah. So no, I'm good. I'll keep my feet on the ground. <laughs> so funny. I'm afraid of heights, and I but I uh, for some reason I want I want to be able to. Um, I want to be able to go in one of those balloons. I I think I'm I'm like you. I think I I don't think I'd be able to do it. But I also want to do the thing I the thing I romanticize about is I want to know somebody who owns a balloon. Cuz I don't want to like I don't want to do like the paid tour. Like my whole life is about like um I want to like get the behind the scenes. Like I think that's why I also like romanticize like oh I want I want to like be with an OnlyFans girl that we make videos because I'm getting the special treatment. So it's the same thing. I want like to know the guy who owns the balloon so that he can take me on the balloon tour that we would do. Um, and then, uh, or her. And then, and then actually then we can make great content in the, in the, uh, in the balloon. But, um, so what else are you afraid of? Uh, Heights is big. Put me right on the spot there. I don't know. Is it everything or nothing? That that sigh is like is it's a deep one. Either it's almost nothing or it's almost like, everything. Like, that it. Sigh. like heights are my thing. I've never <laughs> been on a plane. I'm okay. I'm definitely afraid of heights. But really? like really? Yeah. Never been on a plane. I don't know. I don't know how to so it's but the plane one's in your head, I feel like. And I'm not, I don't have no idea. I'm not, I'm not an expert well, in anything. I'm not even, I'm not trying to diminish your fear. When you're in a hot air balloon and you're up there, you can't. When you're in a hot air balloon, you can see everything. 
when you're, you could see everything, you could see that you could fall out in a hot air balloon. I will grant you that. But in a plane, you had no idea. Like my, so my aunt is so afraid of heights that she can't go up in big buildings. And I'm like, what are you talking about? The building's not going to fall and you're not going to fall out of the building, right? Um, so the plane one, as long as you sit in the aisle, you're good. Like you, I was trying to look out the window on the last flight I was on and I couldn't because the person sitting there was an ass. I haven't been able to look out the window on a plane in years because people close the goddamn blinds. So you actually could probably fly. You could make I it, I could, think. But it's the idea that if I wanted to get up and walk off the plane, that's not happening when I'm in the air. <laughs> Interesting. Do you, how do you feel about elevators? I don't like them either. I'm super claustrophobic. Yeah, okay. So so that, you think that's it? You think it's more heights or more claustrophobia? Um, Maybe <clears throat> more of just the, the idea that I can't get away. Like, I don't have... Any- yeah, what happened? What happens if you get tickled? Do you feel that same like <laughs> I'm going to punch <laughs> Like Yeah, yeah. Do you feel that same like not, like out of controlness? Like I usually start swinging. <laughs> okay. All right. But you're enjoying yourself being tickled kind of, but you don't like the out of control Probably. part. Probably. And the fact that they like most time, people have to like hold hold you down to tickle you mostly as an adult. Um not you, but people generally. Um, I'm just trying to extrapolate your, your, I'm just trying to, we're just talking about all your fears. Uh, I'm just, yeah, just cornering you with your fears. Um, so, okay. Let me figure out another thing I want to ask. So you, you're a single mom. How do you think that you will, um, address sex positivity with your child or children? Is it a thing you think about? Is there a is there a place where you want to be out of OnlyFans uh, by the time that they're a certain age so that they don't have to so you don't have to discuss that kind of thing? Well, with them? what's your it's what's out your, there. Your... So even if I stop doing it, it's out there. That's like the original porn fear, right? Was that like I did a thing and it, and it, everybody can access it and they can like bring it to my mom? Um, so that that's true, but it's less true because I think people care less about that thing which is a good place to be as a society so it's out there so you think that no matter what you do your child will find out that it happened pretty much if it's online they're gonna see it okay and they may or may yeah. not see it who knows i mean my parents are aware i told them within a month of me starting it that like hey this gets out there just to let you know <laughs> what was the reaction they were like, this makes sense. No, they were just like, my parents have always been supportive of pretty much anything. And they're just yeah. like, be safe. Don't do anything stupid. You have a good head. You just be safe about what yeah. you're doing. I think this is important. I, I, I want to stay here for a second. I think a lot of people think, and, and because this podcast is, is about destigmatizing sex, posit- uh, sex positivity and porn and all these sorts of things, um, I think there's an idea in people's heads that, like, if somebody's doing porn, it's because they were, like, raised evangelical Christian and they're, like, rebelling against society. That's one extreme. The other one is they were raised in a healthy environment that was sex positive and that was supportive and that, like, they know that their parents won't um, judge them. And and I and and so you're a perfect example of that kind of, thing. and that's how I am with comedy. I speak on off color things in comedy, and that made my conservative uh, friends um, uncomfortable. Like when I was in my twenties, 
and it was like an immediate thing. So to see that your parents are just like, yes, just please um, be safe about it is um, fantastic. And I think that that's important. To yeah, I, I mean, I try to raise my kids with the same idea that I'm going to support them no matter what. And I want them to experience things and learn things on their own, but in a safe way. So my kids are pretty young right now. So I kind of try to live in the moment. Um, yeah. How many kids? two. How many ages? Uh, ages? Seven and three. So, okay. I mean, I don't really have to discuss the internet right now because it's pretty controlled. <laughs> Anytime that they're on the internet, mm -hmm. you know, I'm right there seeing what they're on, what they're getting into. Yeah. Um, but I know that eventually I'm probably going to have to have that conversation. And I hope at the same yeah. point that they see that it's okay to be themselves do what they yeah. want as long as it's pretty safe relatively healthy we're all gonna make mistakes yeah <laughs> on the internet yeah sure <laughs> i i promise you well i promise you as a person who's accidentally seen um like porn of my mother and i've never said this on the <laughs> podcast before actually um that they don't they don't want to see it. They I promise your kids don't want to see it. Like I opened a glove box once and it was a period of time my father was like traveling a lot and I and there was a um th there was a photo album. I mean I'm an 80s baby. So there was a photo album in there and I was like, "Oh, what is this?" and I opened it and immediately regretted every second of my life. Um but then at the same time I like kept flipping like, that's what was crazy. I was like, this is terrible. And it just kept getting worse. You know what I mean? Um, and it was soft stuff. But that is going to, that's with me forever. And it probably has a lot to do with who I am, actually. Come to think of it. I like, so they say that the internet is a permanent record. But the internet actually is a less permanent record than a fucking, um, like photo album in your father's glove box. That's way more permanent. Like that's a thing I could hold and that's wild. So three and seven are going to know the world. I mean, it's a good, that's a good position. Uh, that's a good space to be in. I don't know. I like, I like everything about your mindset about this whole thing. Um, it's wildly healthy. What would have to happen for you to want to do OnlyFans as a full-time thing? There's not enough stability in it. There's no way. Like, but, but what? But what if? What if you found a way to make uh, twenty thousand dollars a month? Then would you? Would you take it on as a nine-to-five job? That's not something that I could attain for life. No way am I going to look this good in another 10, 15 years. I see. I see. I see. So is she, so. That's 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 such a and that's a, such a uh, um I don't want to gender it but it is more of a female I idea than a male idea because in our heads as men we're never told like we're gonna be um let because of the fertility thing women have this sort of like oh I, I'm not it's not gonna be this forever and men don't have to suffer from that like uh that mentality like in my head I'm gonna be hot in my eighties probably not true but like that's what my dad, dude brain tells me. 
Maybe, maybe, but who knows? But but like you know, it's like who knows at which like you just. I just want to. I just want to be just above the mark of my age at any time. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't ever want to like drop below average of my age. You know what I mean? I don't have to be hot globally as an eighty year old. I would just like to be like like just riding that line. You know, um, but there's no promise. Aging is weird. Like. Uh, you know, I don't have good examples of people that didn't become controversies, but like, because everybody who's old has some controversy under their belt now. But like, there were there were people that were like looking great, and then just like one year, all of a sudden, from seventy five to seventy six, they like they started looking like a shoe. You know, so you never know. But that's that's interesting. That that's your thought process. So, how many years do you think you have of uh, being hot enough to run an OnlyFans before your life drops off the map that you feel like you can't do it? I don't anymore? know. <laughs> you have some idea, right? I didn't. You said I, didn't I can't even do this intend forever. To like, I don't know. I didn't even think that I would still be doing it a year later, like a, a couple no months, kidding. and it, I wasn't gonna get anywhere with it. So and yeah. And so, are you? Do you? Are you finding growth every month? No, I think, or at least steadiness. Keep coming back and keep it open is I get treated better by the guys that give me money than I do by complete strangers. Interesting. (laughs) They are so nice. And I went through some medical things. I had some problems going on the last couple of months. And, you know, I put it out there and let them know that like, listen, I haven't made any contact dealing with some things. And I got such supportive messages of like, Hey, I want to make sure you're taking care of yourself. Just want to let you know that we're support you. And that I'm here if you need anything or just somebody to talk to. And I mean, they're, they're strangers, but at the same point, like they follow my page and they see what I'm going through and they're yeah. just like very supportive and it's better than some of my close friends to honestly tell you the truth. It's the support yeah. they give you. And, um, I love that. This is all positive. This is one of the most positive episodes we've done. This is great. Um, I like that a lot. The um, trying to think as a comedian, I just get vitriol on the internet. It's all just like, oh, that wasn't funny. <laughs> um, so I'm glad that you get the opposite. Um, that is interesting. So what do you think? I'm trying to I'm trying to frame this. How much of yourself do you think you bring to the to the to the OnlyFans page? How, um, like, because one of the, the, the abilities you have as a performer or as somebody who's on the internet and puts their life on the internet, you can choose what to, what to show and what not to show. Do you find that, uh, you are like 99% authentic? Do you find that if you're not that your that your audience notices? And do you find that the more authentic you are to your real self, that that has a, um, that that has a monetary value? Um, anything that I put out there is me whatever i'm going through whatever's going on in my life um i might not always tell everything like i tell them that i have a full-time job but nobody knows a few people know what what i do but my job isn't listed anywhere for anybody to really see what i do or where exactly yeah. I work, which is also a safety measure because, like, I don't really want people in my town chasing me around. <laughs> of course. Um, of course. A lot of them know that I have a family, that I am a single mom, that I have kids. 
Um, they don't know the ages or what they are, but they know that I have children and I'm a normal person. When I discuss if I'm going through anything and I discuss it, it's completely what's going on, but it might not be very detailed. It may be very thick, just to yeah. like let them know I am going through something, but it's kind of private. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a boundary. It's like, just like, just like I've learned now being in therapy that you have to set boundaries with people that you date to set boundaries with everybody, you know? Um, and so that's, that is a healthy line. Um, and really sometimes the specifics don't matter anyway. Uh, so I guess the follow up to that question is it, do you feel like if you were more restrained about your authenticity, that that would show and people would be able to tell? Yeah, I think the reason that OnlyFans does work for people and we are able to sell on there is that they build a connection and a relationship with you. Because um, I always get the question by some people, well, you can go to Pornhub and watch porn for free. Why would I go pay for your page? And I'm like, well, yeah. people do because they want that connection with you. So you may not see it that way, but other people do. And they build this connection with you. So. Yeah. By the way, that, and that's a, that's a thing that we, uh, that we always pump at the end of the episodes anyways, like please pay for your porn. Uh, if you, if you went to someplace, didn't pay any money, chances are the, your favorite performer didn't get any money for that. And why would you not want your favorite performer to get paid? That's silly. Uh, we're paying. We're we're paying in other ways. We're paying for all the things. Uh, I could do it as a timeshare speech. You spend two dollars a day on coffee. Uh, what happens if you spend two dollars a day on porn? Do it. Uh, pay for your porn. Um, well, I wanted to ask you where the name came from because I know that the six oh seven is not like a overly country place. Um, I got an eye roll. What does that mean? <laughs> I mean, it's not. It, I mean, maybe because I grew up there, right? It's not Texas. Right. Where does that? So where does the name come from? I'm country. I grew up on horse farm. I grew up. I still okay. ride. I still train. I've got about 13 pairs of cowboy boots. Um, some of them right. have my cowboy hat and um, some of them have my chaps and all. <laughs> yeah, fine. Allow me to, uh, uh, uh to recant then. <laughs> But you've always, that's how you identify. You always identified yourself in that way. Or you just, it was like the first shoot, this sort of like country theme. And you were like, this is, this is what I should try to um, hit on. I've always been country redneck. Like you'd find me in a mud hole before you'd find me in a dress. That's just been my life. So me doing. Yeah. By the way, by the way, by the way, that's a good bio. You'd find me in a mud hole before you'd find me in dress. Cause both of those are like sexy and alluring. And kind of gross, which is perfect for your bio. <laughs> yeah, I haven't updated that in a while. I've really, the last couple months have been crazy. Sometimes we just say something and it's perfect and we have to run with it and like like make bumper stickers out of it. <laughs> so my biggest thing is um, after I had a daughter, I call her my princess, but um, yeah. but it didn't really sound cool when I said country queen. So I'm like, you're a princess. Cause that yeah. sounds cool. <laughs> yeah. We don't, I don't think we want to fuck a queen. <laughs> I think too much comes from fucking a queen. I think we want to fuck a princess because that there's like a lot that comes with it because there's, there's like a, um, 
there's like a not, there's a gender significance to a princess, and also there's like and then like we can think about like um, if we're fucking a princess, then like she has a dad somewhere and he's a king, and that's nice. There's something there's something nice as a man that like that you're fucking someone's daughter. I don't know why that's good, but it is. There's just some things, there's some things in us as men and women like that we don't understand that are like instincts, right? Like, like I'm in the shower with a girl and she's like trying to pop my zits and I don't know, I'm like, I don't know what that is. That's like from evolution somewhere, right? And then I, for some reason, like I just really like uh, uh, aspects of like, like I want a little bit of, of, of demeaningness and a little bit of like alphaness and, and dominance in my uh, sexual interactions. So fucking a princess sounds way better. Than fucking a queen, and I don't know why I can't verbalize it better than I have, better than sounding like a dirtbag, um, which I also am, and I have no problem admitting that. Um, all right, so if you get them to the Instagram, is it likely that you get them to your OnlyFans? Yeah, the link is on there. Um, all the pictures are pretty much teasers for the OnlyFans. Yeah, I mean. I Thirst traps, as yeah, we say. Um, I really haven't done any like promoting, as they call it, in a uh, probably four or five yeah. months. I really haven't. Other than Facebook okay. dating app, about it. Yeah. Um, well, this will count. Yeah. This will count. We've been talking about your OnlyFans the whole time. This will count. Um. Um. So usually, yeah, if they hit my Instagram, then they're gonna find my 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 links right there. So yeah, that's it. Yeah. So what's your Instagram? And then give us give us your OnlyFans one more time. And then after this, if you want to give me a um a link so that if they saw the episode and click the thing, they can go to like a free trial. And then that way you know that they're coming from the episode. Um, but what's your Instagram and what's your so it's fans? all the same anywhere you find me on any the on Twitter, Reddit, Instagram, or OnlyFans, it's all Country Princess Holly. It's all the same. Um, with a dash, you have the dashes or the underscore. How many other Country Princess Not Hollies many. are there? Not many. So it's kind of it's kind of unique. There's a few, but. Yeah. Can't miss this space. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. That's how we got here. Well, thank you for being my guest. No, thanks for having me. This is awesome. Um, make sure to follow her. Get on the OnlyFans, uh, Country Princess Holly, with dashes, or get in the Instagram. Um, if your uh, if your girlfriend doesn't allow you to get on OnlyFans, please share this episode. If you enjoyed the episode, if you had a good time, give us a review. Thank you so much for listening. We could not do any of this without you.